You know the saying, less is more? Well, I've always been sort of a more is more kind of girl. If one sequin fabric backdrop is awesome, then 10 of them in every color possible is certainly more awesome. If I reach one professional goal, then 10 more immediately need to follow. But over the last six months, this has really changed for me, and I've been researching the psychology behind it. The concept of more is not always better. I believe so much in setting goals and working towards progress, but for some things that we are trying to get to the next level on, what if there is no next level? What if it's just an idea we make up in our head? What if we're already there? And not only are we not recognizing it, but by constantly pursuing something more, we're preventing ourselves from appreciating it and enjoying where we are now. Today, I'm talking about the disease of more and how to balance growth and progress and appreciating what we have and keeping our priorities in line. Let's go. You're listening to the How to Be Awesome at Everything podcast, where we're obsessed with life hacks that make your life more awesome. Your host, Lindsay Dickhout, is an entrepreneur and business owner, a mom and wife, and someone who wants to do things over the top at all times. This concept started as a collection of things Lindsay has learned that she was documenting to give to her kids one day, and now it's a podcast. Join us on this journey where we talk about how to be awesome at everything we do. Here's Lindsay. I'm excited for this topic today. I mean, I'm always excited about the topics, but this one is really interesting to me because it's one of those things that really questions so much of what I've always thought. And I am one of those people who I feel like I don't know everything for sure. You know, some people are like so sure in what they think and they feel like it's always going to be that way. Like, of course, I'm certain about what I think today, but I'm also open and I know that that could completely change in the future. And this is one of those things. I think as for me personally, as an entrepreneur and setting goals and always striving for that next goal, that next level, I've always thought that more is more. If I reached one big, great career goal, I would spend a second celebrating. And then I'm like, perfect. What are the next 10? What is that? What's the next level? And I've really realized lately that by always searching for that quote unquote next level, is it possible that I was missing out on where I was at at that moment? One way that I really try to focus on this in simple ways on the daily is by trying to get in my tens. Now, you've probably heard me talk about this if you've um, listened to the podcast or follow me on Instagram stories. I love the idea of focusing on getting in your tens. So it could be something that's two seconds. It could be something that's two hours. But the whole idea is rather than, because it can be overwhelming, especially right now if you're listening real time in 2020 when life is so complicated and so stressing, I think it makes it very reachable to have happy, fulfilling days because you're not focusing on the big picture, which can be so overwhelming especially if you have a lot of stress and a lot of things going on, but focusing on getting in your tens each day, those things that make you feel awesome and happy and alive and making sure that you're making time for those. So it could be spending time reading to your kids. It could be your favorite coffee drink. 
It could be driving with the windows rolled down and super loud music. It could, could be a killer workout. It could be uh, a walk outside while, you know, calling your mom or your best friend. Whatever it is that makes you feel alive and awesome, I feel like getting those things in really helps me have those have those good days and feel good overall instead of what's next. You know, this is, I'm going to tie it together a little bit more because this whole concept is really a shakeup in my mind because you know how you'll talk to people, especially people who are go-getters in their career. They're always looking for that next level, like in, in a positive way, enthusiastically. They probably have an awesome lifestyle from, you know, especially from the outside. They have plenty of money, a great relationship, friends, a great social life, but they're always trying to reach that next level, which I think in some ways can be very healthy. You know, you're you're working towards progress. And I think progress equals happiness. We want to grow. We want to learn. We want to equal progress. But I think at some point we can miss out on where we're at in this moment because it's just not good enough. That idea, the disease of more, the disease of more that's like, this is good, but it's not enough. That concept of not enough is just so interesting to me. And that's why I like getting in your tens each day because it makes you really focus on what you're grateful for and what will make you happy in in the day. And it doesn't make the whole concept of just always wanting more out there. And I think that sometimes by always wanting more, we can mess up a good thing. Think about athletic teams and sometimes, you know, say it's like the champion team and they've won their championships. So then the pressure's on to win more championships. But of course, with, with winning comes money and comes ego and comes fame. And oftentimes these really strong teams are torn apart because of all the things and the way, you know, it it can it can really create a chemistry that actually ends up failing rather than taking them to the next level so in thinking about how more is not always better it's really interesting how we when we think about material things and i think that when people think of this whole concept they really think of material things and how we're always looking for more material things. And the thing that really made me stop and think about this is when I could see, I've talked a couple times about how COVID has made me wake up and realize that I had a shopping addiction, not in a, not in a serious way, but just in a, that's how that was how I dealt with stress or that's how if I was, you know, frustrated at my husband, I'd go shopping just to kill time. If I felt like I hit a wall at work, like I was, you know, using it as an escape in an unhealthy way and I was overbuying. And then the crazy thing about overbuying is, at least for me, it made me feel happy and fulfilled and excited to have something new. But then in the long term, 
I ended up with so much shit that it felt almost in a way kind of trapping. And listen, not in a hoarding way, but just like my garage is full, my closet's full, the kids' closet's full, rather than going out and getting, you know, a couple new tops. And not not to say I was spending a fortune because a lot of it was, you know, not expensive things, but just rather than buying, you know, one nice top, I'd buy it in every color just because I really operated with more is better. And I think when it comes to stuff, it's something that it's a hard trap to get out of. This kind of disease is more, but I'm telling you what really gave me the wake up is when I could see how my kids were kind of starting to do it. And I think that this is one of the things that I wanted to end with my kids when I would see them, you know, when, and I, if this is naturally something, you know, kids want, they see all the toys and the toys that are designed to be appealing to them. But when I saw my kids almost in some ways, not even having a realistic, you know, like a governor of what would be an appropriate amount of things. I, I, you know, was like, what is going on here? And then I was like, they're modeling my behavior. And I just think that the, the, by showing my kids that I would, oh, I love this pair of shoes and oh, next month I, then I, oh, this new pair of shoes come out. I would get the emails and I would love the idea of getting the next bag or the next shoes. And it was just such a, an eye opener for me to see that it never, you're never fully satisfied in that pattern. At least I wasn't because there's, there's no end to it. And now that I've decided I feel so much better having less, having less stuff, not feel like I, like stuff is coming down on me. I'm never organized because I can't even purge fast enough. I just have too much stuff, but instead everything has its place. Well, almost I'm getting there. And also, I just felt like I didn't have confused priorities anymore. Um, I changed the way I thought. I gave away things, and I just realized that I have plenty of shoes, I have plenty of purses, and I was spending so much time looking at them and wanting them. And for me, it was just such a fleeting feeling of satisfaction that caused more headaches later. And to think about the time spent and the money spent and also kind of what I was showing, you know, what I was showing my kids. But now I feel so much lighter and freer because I'm not feeling self-fulfillment in that way. I'm just, I'm not attached to things. Like before, if you would have told me, you know, heaven forbid my closet caught on fire or something, I would have, I could tell you so many things that I, you know, couldn't replace as far as items like that. I mean, obviously that would be terrible, but I wouldn't have the sense of loss that I would have had a year ago just because I'm not attached to those things as much as I used to. And I just don't feel, I don't, that's not what makes me feel good anymore. Now, listen, don't get me wrong. It's still so nice to get a nice present or see, you know, a special sweater, whatever it is. I'm just buying so much less and there's nothing I really need. 
my birthday's coming up. And in years past, I would have a birthday list. Like, oh, these are the things I've been thinking about. And literally this year, I didn't, did not tell my husband one thing just because um, I those, it just, I, I don't need bigger and better anymore. I don't need those, those external things. I have plenty of nice things. If I see something, I'll get it. But um, I just, I just don't need it. In fact, I feel better having less. And I want to kind of reverse what I, to be honest with you, you know, I'm always about transparency and honesty and I need to kind of reverse the damage I've done on my kids by me having, you know, and again, I say that loosely. I think that it's, you know, my kids feel loved and they feel safe and all that. But I think by, by overbuying and just by having too much stuff, I haven't been as organized as I want to be. And so they're not as organized of people as I want to be, as I would like them to be. And I think that it, there's something so freeing and relaxing about being in a space that's organized and not overcrowded. And the way that I was, the way that I was not even just overbuying, but also kind of attached to things that didn't make sense, that I wouldn't purge things. So, you know, the drawers, instead of having a dozen pencils, the drawers would have a hundred pencils just because, oh, well, you know, why, why, why purge them when we, you know, when we have them kind of thing. But I'm telling you, it's just a very freeing thing to have less stuff. And I am not by not chasing more stuff, I have more time to be grateful and, you know, be grateful for what I do have and be grateful for families and relationships and even the relationships that aren't perfect and have different complicated things. I I just feel like I have so much more clarity and time to focus on those things, the things, the things that I have, the things that I'm thankful for, the relationships that I want to nurture. You know, every minute we spend doing something is the minute we can't spend doing something else. And by focusing on more stuff, as far as like, you know, thinking about, for me, disease of more is about kind of two different things. It's about kind of one is the disease of wanting more stuff. And the other side of it is constantly striving for what I'll call like, quote unquote, a better life. So to me, it's like two kind of totally different things. So just to kind of wrap up the whole thing of stuff, I feel like it beca- it's kind of like you, you, you take your power back in a way because I'm not, my happiness is not dependent on going out and and finding the you know the best deal on this and you know buying a whole bunch of this it just my happiness doesn't lie there anymore so i feel like i i have i have so much more control back of my own happiness and i'm not chasing something that never has an end instead i'm grateful for what i have um, if I see someone who has something awesome, I'm, I've never been, a, I've always been really good about being self-regulated as far as not being a jealous person, but I would be like, oh, that's awesome. I need that. And now, you know, if, if for some reason, if it's something extra special, I will, but really I'm more like, oh, that's awesome. That, you know, I bet she loves it. That's awesome for her. I just don't instantly go into that knee jerk reaction with like, must have it, must find it. 
it's just not in me anymore. And it's so interesting. And I think um, when COVID hit, really taking the time to be home and be in the different spaces of my home and realize, wow, I really have too much stuff and I've placed so much happiness on the stuff and getting more stuff. And again, I felt like it was a cycle that has no end. But by um, kind of flipping it and changing my attitude, refocusing my energy, donating a bunch of stuff makes me feel so happy. Stuff that I was kind of attached to that I would have never let go before. But thinking like, listen, after I you know give this away, I feel so much joy by someone else enjoying it, whatever it is, kids' toys, my clothes, whatever it is. And then also, as far as you like you losing it, you never think about it again. You have plenty of other stuff. And so that I really had the disease of more with stuff. But the weirdest thing is I feel like I'm so, I'm always analyzing things. I'm self-actualized, but I just didn't realize it. So I wonder how many people have this same thing where we're chasing stuff because we think more is more, but really it sort of ends up kind of controlling us and there's no end to it. You're never fully satisfied because the next day happens and there's always there's always something else. The same thing happens with constantly striving for a quote, better life. And I think this one is a little bit harder to dissect just because we all want to have goals and we want to move forward and progress. But I think there's really something about not pausing and living in the moment and always just wanting more rather than sitting and realizing that what you have is pretty great right now and allowing yourself to sit in it and not just speeding through. You know how I tend to do things in a hurry and I realize I don't want my kids to be hurried kids. And so I tell myself it's about the it's about the journey, not the destination. And it's allowed me to slow down and be patient even if my kids are moving slowly or if I could just step in and hurry up and do something quicker. I really try to realize that it's about showing them the process and the journey and not just trying to rush to the finish because maybe I'm rushing trying to get to something and then, you know, maybe that something isn't even isn't even as great as I thought it was. And I was kind of skipping through the lessons and the process and the fun that could be had along the way. And it's taken me a long time to really sort of accept the fact that just because something could be improved in my life, it doesn't mean that it should be improved in my life. Okay, so wrapping up the this kind of second part of the disease of more. One thing that I really realized that I'm excited to share because I wish I would have realized this years ago is that life is not always a game of improvement, but sometimes a game of trade-offs. I talk a lot about my first day in economics 101 is every dollar you spend on one thing is a dollar you can't spend on another. And I always think about that with money, with time. 
everything has to be traded for something else. And so we really need to think about the value we put on things and the amount of attention and effort we put into them. So I think sometimes we think we just got to keep improving. For me, I think I've always thought of my life, my entrepreneur life, and just my life in general, kind of like a checklist. So let's reach this level, check off. Let's reach this level. Let's achieve this. Let's keep going towards the next thing. We set New Year's goals. I always kind of set goals around my birthday. And I'm always trying to reach that next level, almost like a checklist. But what I've realized is we only have so much time. So I think that sometimes as we, you know, as we get older, it's really a matter of trade-offs, not just always improving because we only have so much time and mental energy to spend on certain things. So for me personally, um, and I share it just because I think it will be helpful for me personally, rather than now trying to think of improving and checking that next thing off the checklist, I try to think of how can I best spend my time based on my priorities and based on my how I want to be spending my days based on my tens of the day. Because I just find that the more tens you get in in a day and the more you focus on that, the happier you are in general. And I think that sometimes if we're always looking for that next level, we have to be careful because I think sometimes we just want to improve for the sake of improving, but there's no real other reason than that. And I think that sometimes I was actually adopting new dreams and new goals that could actually harm the success and happiness that I've already built for myself right now. I think that this is so much, you know, this podcast is really interesting for me. It's kind of a tough one to actually verbalize in a way because I'm still going through it and and learning. But the interesting part is, is speed over perfection. I was like, you know, I could research this for the next month and maybe I would never, never circle back to it. But I want to put it out there. And I think this is really what I've been trying to get to the whole episode is by sometimes always chasing new dreams and new goals, are you risking harming the awesome things you've already built? I never, my family tells me I never sit down, I never sit on the couch, I never sit and watch a movie with them. And, you know, it's kind of just not, it's kind of not my personality. I like to be moving. I like to keep doing things. But I also, nothing's more important to me than time with my family and spending that quality time in the way that feels nurturing and feels good to them. And that's, you know, my biggest life goal. My, you know, all of our kids are only going to be, you know, their age for so long. And so even though for me, I always want to reach that next goal. And when they're all watching a movie, I'm going to be writing a writing an online course or I'm going to be doing that because that is what makes me feel like I'm making progress. But like I said, 
It's not always about improving. It's a trade-off. So I'm not in the movie room laughing, hugging, snuggling up and eating popcorn with them. I am writing an online course in the dining room by myself at 9 p.m. It's a trade-off. So I could say, because you know I've written out my goals, I want to have several online courses, I want to share all that I've learned, that equals progress for me. But it's difficult. It's difficult to balance because everything's a trade-off. By doing that, yes, I check something off the list, but really, what's more important? What is, am I, am I harming not harming. Harming's not always the most accurate word, but am I? I've worked so hard to cultivate this the the love and a happy vibe in the house and in the family, which is not always easy. We all know we're we're combating so many different things and emotions and all the things, and so we all you know get everyone fed and happy and and then. I send them off to do the best part in the movie room by themselves so I can work on a different goal. It's just interesting. And that makes me feel happy and fulfilled because that course reaches people and they're able to learn and grow and it grows my business and I get so much great feedback. So it's interesting. I'm telling you, it's all about a trade-off. So my question to you is, what are... What happiness have you set up today? And, you know, whether it's been over the years or recently, whatever it is, but the success that you are sitting in now, whatever that looks like, and the happiness that you're sitting in now, rather than thinking about the next level of success and the next level of happiness, just sit for a second and think about where you're at now and the new dreams and new goals that you have. And do those in any way take away from what you've already built? for yourself today. It's interesting. It's like the cliche, the cliche goes, be careful what you wish for because you just might get it. I just think that in the last six months, I realized that life is not a checklist. It's a trade-off. What are you willing to trade based on what you value? And I think that that's why it's so important for us to know our values and that way we're not going on temporary tangents for reasons of ego or materialistic things or competing with somebody else. We are self-actualized and sometimes we're okay with staying where we're at because where we're at is awesome right now. And life changes, ages and stages, and I'm trying to be better at being present where I'm at and realizing when it's awesome and just living in that, not always striving for more because more could be a trade-off. And maybe focusing on the journey and the process and not always trying to hurry to the next goal and check off the next list, I think that I will feel a different sense of calm. And I hope you will too. Like I said, I think this this whole thing is so complicated and interesting, and I think that there's so much more to be discussed on this disease of more, more stuff, always wanting more, rather than looking at what we have, you know, hanging in our closet or 
um, or in our lives thinking about what's next. You know, that's what it is. It's the disease of more, but it's also the what's next culture. What's the next stuff? What's the next goal? What's the next achievement? Which again is so conflicting because I think all that stuff is so great for progress and happiness. I just think that sometimes we need to self-regulate and sometimes we need to balance it out a little bit and make sure that our new dreams and our new goals are not in any way harming or taking away from all of the good, awesome stuff and the happiness that we've already built for ourselves today. Thank you so much for listening and for coming along with me on this journey to be more awesome. I always try to be transparent and open and honest and share what I've learned. And even if you know episodes like today, I feel like are a work in progress, but I feel like that's the whole point to open up the conversation and share sort of my journey and the research I've done and my inner circle, the friends I talk to and kind of share, share and hopefully make you think and self-reflect. Let me know what you thought and what you learned and you know how this relates to you in your life. Ping me on Instagram at Lindsay's Cloud. I can't wait to talk to you more about this. And I'm gonna keep working to get rid of the disease of more and be more present and more happy. Get in all my tens each day and not just try to reach the next goal for the sake of reaching the next goal, but really think about how it lines up with my vision and my priorities and make decisions that way. Thank you so much for listening. I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to the How to Be Awesome at Everything podcast. For more info about today's episode and all past episodes, head over to howtobeawesomeateverything.com where we break it all down. Tell us what you thought of today's topic on Lindsay's Instagram at Lindsay's Cloud. Until next time, Go out and be awesome because that's exactly what you are.